written to the uh, scattered, lost tribes of Israel, but uh, you know uh, we have that that claim that we're uh, we're that lost tribe of, of Israel, and, and it applies to us just as well as it did to uh, <clears throat> the people he was talking to back in the day. But this was really written. This is how it was written. So James, the first chapter, chapter one says, James, the servant of God. And of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad. Greeting. It says, My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may, not, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. <clears throat> it seems like uh, it is so uh, very easy, because we can't see... We can't see the future. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen in an hour from now or two hours from now, let alone, you know, five years, ten years down the road. And uh, and yet, we seem to always think we have the right answers. You know, in our mind, we think that uh, uh, we know what's best for us and what's best for everyone else that we're around. And uh, and that's just our fleshly uh, uh, human nature uh, coming out of us. But it says here that if things are not going the way you want, and the thing, and the way, uh, and you're having these different temptations that are coming upon you, uh, you shouldn't, you know, get down in the dumps about it because you know we don't know um, what these uh, the temptations and the and the <clears throat> trials and tribulations that we're going through that it's not building us up for something else or it's going to be uh, uh, to to our good in in the long run. So it's knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Uh, but let patience have perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If you lack, uh, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given. Uh, <clears throat> but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. And so, uh, <clears throat> sometimes uh, we... Uh, we lack this wisdom, but we don't really notice that we're lacking it. We don't uh, we don't understand that we're we're lacking the wisdom. But but whenever we have decisions to make, we have uh, things that we need to uh, uh, choices and and things that we need to make. Uh, we should go to God and ask Him of it. And it says that you should have faith to act. You know, not only are are we uh, <clears throat> asking for this wisdom, but we should expect that God's going to give it to us by by faith. It says not wavering, for he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea. You know, if you're <clears throat> saying you're faithful, but you're not really, you know, you're, you're just going to be flopping around uh, with no direction, and it's just going to take you out to the deep sea or the deep waters that uh, you'll be in over your head pretty quick. So when you ask for this faith uh, and this wisdom, uh, you, you should uh, exercise your faith in, in believing that God is going to grant that. Verse 7 says, For let no man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Uh, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. But the rich in that he is made low. Because of the flower of the grass, he shall pass away. You know, our riches are, <clears throat> are only uh, here while we're on this earth. Uh, we may have nice things, uh, but all nice things, uh, even a brand new car after a few years, it becomes older and so we started having issues and difficulties with it. Uh, and so no matter what, what we have, new clothes, houses, uh, everything, uh, it's only 
temporary. It's, it's not uh, eternal. And, uh, and the rich may have possessed a lot of that and have a lot of the nice things, but uh, it says here that uh, but our lives are so short uh, that uh, it says a flower that blooms in the spring, and then like we see our flowers here, they're starting to, to die uh, with the, the cold weather, and, and the bees are trying their best to make a little honey out of it, but uh, I don't know how much you're going to get out of those flowers that we have there, but, uh, but their time has passed, and, and, uh, and they were pretty while they were here, and, but it was just a quick season, and, and they're gone. It says, for the sun is no sooner risen with a burning heat, but it withereth the grass. And the flower thereof falleth, and the grace of the fashion of it perisheth. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. It seems like uh, the rich people uh, probably think less about having God to provide for them than the poor people do, because uh, they rely on their own riches and their own gains, and uh, and they don't they don't worry where their next meal is coming from or where their uh, uh, how they're going to pay a bill uh, because the rich uh, work, uh, the poor you know, uh, they're always looking to God to provide that and praying and, and looking to Him to uh, bless them and, and so I think that's where a lot of the, the rich people uh, do, you know uh, it talks a lot about the rich people you know, not being able to enter the kingdom of God and I, I, I don't think that all rich people are not going to be able to enter but those that uh, start leading the Lord out of their lives and those that are not putting Him first in their lives are the ones that uh, they're talking about here, the ones that are not living daily for Him. Verse 12 says, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love Him. <clears throat> you know, uh, you hear a lot of the uh, east of the older uh, generations talking about the crown that God has for them and uh, the crown of life, and it, we don't hear a lot of the younger people talking about that anymore, but uh, it makes you wonder uh, exactly what, what that crown is going to be and and, uh, <clears throat> and what that promise that the Lord is uh, uh, going to give us. Yeah. Verse 13 says, Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. So <clears throat> whenever, uh, you know, you can't get away with something saying that, well, you know, uh, uh, you know, God is, is trying me or tempting me and stuff. And he says, well, that's not the way he operates. He's not going to tempt you. Uh, however, your own uh, fleshly uh, human nature uh, is going to make you or give you that temptation. It's, it's the human in us and the, the, uh, that uh, comes out uh, in our lives that uh, gives us that temptation. It's not from God. It says, but every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticement. So, like I was saying, it's our own lust, our own enticement that uh, that brings us away from God and and to uh, uh, do things that uh, that we shouldn't do. Verse 15 says, that when the lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Of course, we know that the sin in the garden is what caused the starting of the death. It's whenever Adam and Eve had eaten of, uh, the forbidden fruit, and therefore sin had entered into the world. And I, if it hadn't been for that, they probably would have lived forever in that garden. Uh, and we wouldn't have been here today, I guess. But, uh, but the, way, <clears throat> the way it is, uh, um, 
it came about is uh, that there is sin in the world and uh, and it's uh, for us to, to get that sin out of our lives and to let God uh, deliver us from that. Verse 16 says, Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, which in which whom is no variables, variableness, neither shadow of turning. <clears throat> I like the way that the, the Bible refers to uh, God, uh, the Holy Spirit, different things as light. You know, it's a light. It's uh, something that we can uh, uh, we can see, uh, and we can see uh, gives us direction. Uh, also, uh, lights up things that we can see the uh, the good and the evil. Um, able to steer away from that that's bad uh, with that light. It says of His own will begot He us with the word of truth that we should be kind of first fruits of his creatures. Wherefore, my brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to, uh, to speak slow to... Wait, I better start that again. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. That's a <clears throat> very... That's our human nature coming out of us again. Uh, it's so easy for us to uh, uh, not hear what somebody's saying. Uh, because we're thinking about what we're going to ask next, or we're thinking about uh, what we're going to do later in the day, and what they say to us, and, and I, this is on me, because I am very bad about this. My mind is a one track, and, and if I'm thinking of something else, somebody's saying something else, I'm totally not listening. And and people see it in my eyes, and, and my expressions, and, and they'll say, hey, are you with me? And I, you know, I'll bring me back around. But, but what we have to do is we have to be better listeners. We have to be able to to listen to other people better, and to uh, uh, be able to uh, um, actually uh, understand what they're saying. And by doing that, we're better able to help them to understand their their needs and, uh, <clears throat> and their concerns. And it helps us to, uh, better to understand how to help them. And <clears throat> so it says, be slow to speak. How many times do we say something and we say, oh man, I shouldn't have said that. Or that they, it didn't come out like I meant for it to. And uh, <clears throat> so uh, so we need to kind of think about what we're going to say before we say it. And <clears throat> the other one is to not get really upset real fast. I mean, how, how easy are we? Somebody say something, one word, and oh, it just brings the anger out in us. And uh, yet, uh, here, uh, he's cautioning his brethren uh, to be slow to wrath. Don't don't get upset real fast. It says, For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. <clears throat> Wherefore lay apart all filthiness, superfluity, naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. So, uh, <clears throat> so we need to get all these things out of our lives. All this, you know, try to keep ourselves separated from the world and from its uh, <clears throat> filthiness, from its... Uh, 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 unholy ways and it says and see and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls and it says but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves so we know that uh, uh, sometimes we know what God's word says and we know what we're supposed to do but are we really doing it in our lives are we displaying what the word says through through our actions and through our uh, uh um, and the way that we are uh, conducting our business and, and going about ourselves in, in the world, 
so we're not only supposed to know God's word in our mind, but we're also supposed to uh, be out there uh, living that word. It says, but if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is likened to a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he, behold, he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. If any man among you seem to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Here it continues on about the th uh, train of thought about being, uh, uh, not only being a hearer, but also out there doing uh, uh, God's work. And it says that uh, uh, when you're doing his work, you're going to be blessed in your deed that you're doing. It says, uh, it says if any man among you uh, seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, that man's religion is vain. Um, so <clears throat> here it's telling us to watch our words and how we, what words we say uh, that can, uh, whether it's using God's word in, uh, in, uh, in vain or, or uh, just being uh, deceitful, being, uh, uh, saying, spouting off, you know, uh, <clears throat> saying things that are not edifying one another. Uh, it says that you're really, uh, you, you haven't, Got the point then. If you if you haven't got, uh, if you're not out there living it, uh, uh, people are going to see it, and it, it's all for nothing. It's all for vain. It says, it says pure religion and undefiled uh, before God and the Father is this: to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction, and to keep himself unspotted from the world. <clears throat> it's very hard to do to keep yourself unspotted from the world today because. Uh, <clears throat> The world is becoming more and more or less uh, uh, drawn to God. Uh, a lot of people are rejecting God. Uh, they're rejecting that there is a God uh, and uh, don't believe in heaven or hell. And, uh, and by the way our government is run, the way our laws are in the world today, God is being further and further pushed away. Uh, and... Uh, before long, we're going to find ourselves being uh, persecuted, just like uh, back in Jesus' days, uh, whenever the, the apostles and disciples were, were persecuted. Uh, uh, I think that day is coming quickly upon us, and uh, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to endure that with uh, with our trust in God and, and our faith that we have. Um, I'll start in a little bit in... Uh, uh, chapter 2 here, it says, I might read the whole thing, I don't know, we'll see how time goes, but it says, My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect to persons. For if there come with you in an assembly a man with a gold ring and goodly apparel, and there come in also a poor man in vile raiment, and ye have respect to him that weareth the gay clothing, and say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stand there, thou there, or sit there under my footstool, are you not then partial yourselves and become judges of evil thoughts? <clears throat> so it's telling us here that uh, we shouldn't uh, judge people in the way of their appearance, uh, their uh, maybe their position in the in the community in the uh, area. Uh, <clears throat> that we should uh, treat them all equally. Um, <clears throat> this is something that uh, is very easy to do. 
uh, is to find somebody uh, that's uh, uh, dirty and filthy and hasn't taken a bath or anything, and and it, it's a little bit harder to to love them as it is somebody that's uh, maybe a little bit more fixed up, and and it's telling us to be careful about that that we shouldn't do that. Uh, <clears throat> Verse 5, chapter 2, verse 5 says, Hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen this poor of this world, rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom, which he hath promised to them that love him? But ye have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you, and draw you before the judgment seats. Do not they blaspheme that worthy name by which ye are called. If ye fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, ye do well. But if ye have respect to Persons, you commit sin, you are convinced of the law as transgressors. <clears throat> you know, uh, how much easier is it to do something for someone that you know that might turn around and do something for us later on, you know? And, and that's not re the reason why we should do that. Uh, even if we know the person will probably never be in a position to pay you back or to uh, help you out again, uh, you shouldn't hold that against them. And that's what I think it's, it's trying to say here. Uh, and we should treat everyone as our neighbor. Uh, and, uh, and it says, as thyself. You know, treat them the way you want to be treated. Uh, is the way we've always been taught. <clears throat> Verse 10 says, For whosoever shall keep the whole law, and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. For he that said, Do not commit adultery, said also, Do not kill. Now if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou art become a transgressor of the law. So speak ye and do as they shall be judged by the law of liberty. Aren't you glad that we are under that law of liberty? I mean, so hard, it would have been so hard to keep all of the old laws and the Old Testament laws that were uh, created. Because uh, if just one one thing you did wrong, uh, you were guilty of it all. And, and so uh, we're living in a time that... Uh, uh, that I think uh, sometimes we take a little too lightly as, or we take too much uh, for granted of that liberty that, uh, um, that maybe we, we uh, take advantage of that. And that's something we need to be careful about, not to be uh, uh, saying, well, it's just that we're under, we're under uh, the grace or we're under liberty. Uh, we don't uh, have to worry about it, but we, we do have to, uh, as we're reading it again, we got to have that uh, come through our, our works and through our the way we act and how we uh, treat other people. Uh, are we uh, uh, living God's word? And uh, we shouldn't just go about doing what we want because we're under under the law of liberty. Thir uh, for 13 says, For he shall have judgment without mercy that has showed no mercy, and mercy rejoiceth against that judgment. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith, and have not works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and you say unto them, uh, Depart in peace, for you are warmed and, and filled, notwithstanding you give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? So uh, you can't, if you see a, a person out there that needs food or clothing, and, and he says, Oh, God will take care of you and send them on down the road. Uh, what what have you actually done to that person or helped that person out? And uh, you haven't done anything. Uh, <clears throat> it says that we're to take that responsibility and do that. Verse 17 says, Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. Uh, 
Yea, men say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without my works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, and thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. <clears throat> you know, that's what's, what's sad today, as I mentioned a little earlier, that a lot of the world out there don't even believe there is a God. And, uh, and they're uh, questioning uh, that there, there ever was a God. And uh, we're seeing that trend among uh, a lot of the younger, younger generations that uh, uh, say, well, I don't even know if there is a God. I don't know if there is a heaven or a hell. And, uh, and, and they're just not seeing uh, uh, and haven't been taught because, you know, their parents hadn't taken them to church and their parents' parents hadn't taken them to church. And we've got so many generations that, that don't even go to church or read the Bible or, or teach anything about God in their households and their lives anymore. And it's sad that uh, we as God's people should be out there uh, every chance we get uh, uh, spreading God's word and and. And the way we live our lives, we should be able to uh, 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 reflect that light in our lives that others will see it. Was not Abraham our father justified by works uh, when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? <clears throat> that uh, story about uh, Abraham offering up uh, Isaac on the altar, uh, <clears throat> very uh, uh, much putting the faith out there in, in in practice and uh, doing exactly what God said all the way up until the end and uh, and yet uh, said that uh, that uh, God stayed his hand he wasn't able to finish the, the job uh, but in his heart God saw that he was uh, he was to that point that he was going to offer Isaac and I've always kind of wondered about Isaac if you ever wanted to go with him anymore after that uh, something you, you kind of wonder. I always think the other, the other side of that. But uh, anyway, uh, hopefully Isaac understood and uh, didn't hold that against him. <clears throat> Verse twenty-two says, uh, "Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect." And the scripture was fulfilled, which saith, "Abraham believed God, and it was imputed him for righteousness, for he was called the friend of uh, God." <clears throat> you know how. Uh, I don't know that we could have any any uh, 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 greater words told to us than saying that we're a friend of God. Uh, and this was uh, uh, told about Abraham, that he was his friend. Uh, you see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. Likewise also was not Rahab the harlot justified by works when she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way. <clears throat> now, we just, uh, I think Brother Tyler uh, gave a lesson on Rahab the other day and uh, how <clears throat> not only her, but her whole household uh, uh, were saved from death uh, because of her uh, 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 works that she had done to uh, uh, save the, the messengers that uh, came to scout out the city. And we see then uh, uh, how God was protected her. And it says, uh, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. So we don't, as Baptists, believe that you know the works are going to get you into heaven. And if your good works outweigh your bad works, that you're going to make it to heaven. However, sometimes I think as Baptists that we take that a little too much uh, to the 
one side and saying, well, I don't have to do much of anything because because uh, the works is not going to get me there. And I think I think that's kind of a, a short falling of, of us Baptists is that we, uh, therefore, we kind of uh, don't do the works that we should. And, uh, and it says here that if you have uh, good faith uh, and you're practicing that faith, those works are just going to come naturally. You're just going to do the things that... Uh, uh, that uh, God wants us to do. Uh, he's going to lead us in how He wants things done, and who we should help out, and uh, how we sh how we should do it. And uh, <clears throat> and when we uh, are led to do something and don't do it, then we're in big trouble ourselves as Christians because uh, we're not doing, we're not following what God wants us to do, and uh, that's something I think that. Uh, <clears throat> I probably know I needed this morning, and I uh, hope maybe it was a blessing to you. Uh, that's pretty much all I have. We'll have a little bit longer break this morning. There's coffee in there, uh, coffee pot. There's uh, some cookies. If some you guys want to take a little break and do that, uh, we'll uh, <clears throat> uh, dismiss our class in a word of prayer, and I'll spur the dentist if you would to lead us in a word of prayer. One is here today, and thank you for answered prayers and many blessings, things you do for us each day. And thank you for the services we've had here this morning. And that's might continue to be with the remainder of the services and guide directions and to do the things that make be pleasing to you. Coffee, water, and yourself some peach tea. If you want some peach tea.
Let it cool off for a little while. Uh -huh. and it took off and then started out to do a real Yeah. 